Hello, welcome, and it's great to have you with us. This is Conversation Over Two Bridges with Elizabeth Galera and Piers Cromwell, a place where two spectacle-faced friends come together. We chat, discuss, and talk unscripted about topics that we come across in our everyday lives. With this in mind, expect the unexpected. Across these two bridges, nothing is taboo. So let's get into it. Hello, welcome back to another podcast of Conversations Over Two Bridges with myself, Piers Cromwell, and the ever-positive Elizabeth Galera. Um, Here and present. So we were just thinking as um, we make our way out of lockdown, we will be going back to work, some of us, or some of you have probably already gone back to work, construction workers have been back. Um, we had probably 12, if not more, weeks of um, basically staying at home and a little bit more time in our hands and we wanted to chat about what we as individuals and those around us has taken away and learnt about ourselves because we had more time on our hands. Yeah, so that's what this conversation is going to be about, kind of roughly, you know, kind of a, a look back on the 12 weeks holiday that we all didn't really want, where we couldn't go anywhere been joined for our, <laughs> so we have a, a gate we've been gate crashed on the podcast our, 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 our conversations have reached different species I, I would. <laughs> I, sorry i heard the door being pushed open i was like who's that maybe it was buddy well, well i'm just going to kick him back out excuse me come on buddy you have to go out how are you buddy <laughs> it's keith duffy here from poison we have I hope he doesn't charge a uh, parents fee. Uh, we should ask him how he's coping with lockdown. I'd say he doesn't know I, himself with the guy. Oh, well, I tell you something. I say, I say he's, he, say, he probably says it's rough. Yeah, I think, it, as I said, from my point of view, it, it's been strange because um, my situation was I have been basically lucky enough that I work in a hospital and um, they didn't close. They were ever busier, I suppose, uh, really, in a different way. Um, and my routine was a bit more what I learned about the fact that I'm a person that enjoys routine. I can't imagine what it would I would have been like in a sense of um, being told, okay, for the next 12, 14, maybe 16 weeks, you're going to have to stay at home. And for the vast majority of that time, you're gonna have to uh, stay indoors. You know, which considering the weather we had, I probably would have done anyway, because likelihood I would have burnt to a crisp and, you know, (laughs) developed some sort of skin condition that would have, you know, made it very difficult for me to, you know, have to have a shower or something, you know, so I'm kind of glad I was indoors for most of it in work in that sense, because, uh, yeah, looking at it now, and I, it's gas that we're talking about this on a, on a day where it's really bucketing down for, like, I don't know what outside. Yeah, so. no, the, we- the weather's really taking turn, but I have to say, it's, I am such a routine person from when I was really young, like, I have to have a routine, you know, if I was on my midterm from school I was out of sorts for like the first week because I just didn't know what to be doing with myself to a point where I actually had to create myself a schedule like I think I was like between the ages of you know this started probably when I was like seven or eight 
and I used to have to put like a schedule in place for what I was going to do every day because I just didn't know what to do like I was so used to getting up going to school coming home having my lunch doing my homework and it's the same thing now it was a complete shock to the system because I was um, obviously temporarily laid off and just having what felt like no purpose anymore because we didn't know but now we know like it's different now because we obviously we know the end is near but and now the end is near yeah uh, but like at the very start we just didn't know how long it was going to go on for it was obviously scary for a lot of people i mean i wasn't scared but like just being no, out of the routine no. and being out of your normal day life was like such a kick in the ass like i think someone i know one person learned something very important out of it uh, as it says in this podcast no name no shame yes no name no uh, shame yeah. but I tell you something, someone's dating life definitely suffered. A friend of mine's dating life, he couldn't go near anybody, he couldn't. Absolute lockdown, what's he? And then there was this thing developed, uh, I think a couple of weeks into it, about um, online online meets over, you know, Zoom or Skype. And I heard stories of some people having very questionable broadband connections where the face might have been a bit pixelated or, you know, very dark rooms where they were having the conversations, you know, so... I know one, oh one person learned that uh, they really need to uh, really look into maybe getting themselves into a relationship where they could co- probably cohabit with somebody, you know, because um, their needs weren't weren't satisfied, let's say, over the last 12 it's weeks. Defini- it's, it's definitely going to be those, one of those qualities that you're looking for, like, as a single person, you'd be like, could I live with this person through an apocalypse if it came down to having to stay in my house? For yes, or would we end up killing could each other? Could I live with them? Yeah. Could I live with them without burying them six feet under? Who knows? It'd be like the first question on a date. So, how much fun are you? <laughs> yeah. What would I kill you? Yeah. What did you do on lockdown? <laughs> Apart from stare at the wall and maybe talk to your plant. Don't oh, don't don't slag talking to plants. That's that's, Why? that's a thing people do. It's a real thing. I, I I talk to my plants. I talk to my little succulents and I ask them how they're getting on. <laughs> I swear to God, every time I do a podcast, I just make myself sound weirder. But here we we've go. had comments, Liz. I'll be honest, I hadn't had the, the 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 balls to share them with you. But you know, people are are questioning. You know, what sort what sort of what the hell was that? The ice cream man. <laughs> Guys, you you can't see this on on the podcast, but it's it's raining for the first time it has in about twelve weeks, and it's it's about twelve weeks with the rain coming down at the moment. But fair play to that ice cream man. Do you want to give him a shout out? What's his name? He's, do you know what? I don't know his name, but he always seems to just go out and be here when like the weather is really crappy. And you wouldn't see him when the the sort of split in the stone, like. Yeah, maybe he didn't learn that much out of, out of lockdown about himself. He needs to put in the sunshine. <laughs> it's his first day out. His first day back at work, and missing <laughs> right down. So. But, um, I suppose let's see. I think the biggest thing that I learned. I, well, you know yourself, Pierce. I mean, I must have called you every day and had about a million me- mental breakdowns a day throughout this whole thing. Yeah, I, I, my phone, I, and, and she has the phone bill to prove, I get, I guarantee you that. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't know how, I don't know how you have the patience. So, I mean, you may as well just become my therapist at this this stage. I, I have an answer to that, why? But, um, I should, I should, I should have been a priest, my parents said, when I was, when I was growing up. Um, <laughs> If you were a priest, I would have burst into flames with the things I come to you with. <laughs> Excuse me, I that's that's possible, but you know I'm I listen to people's stories and I take them in. And if anybody ever wants to contact me, you know where I am on Instagram. Get on my Instagram, drop me a DM, and I will sort you out. 
It's not you. Five star rating from me. I 100% recommend to my, all my friends and family. <laughs> That's true. But it's not free. You know, some people have free, but some people don't. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted you on that tangent of which you were going along there now. Great, that's fine. We're very much used to that. No, I was just saying, I think that there was, there was two things I learned, how important your friendships are outside of, like, going out and doing things, like going out on the weekends and going out and going shopping. It's like, I think I learned to really strengthen my friendships with everybody just by keeping in contact and checking in and having a daily conversation, going out for walks, doing things that basically don't cost you any money and it's just spending time with people. Like, I have, I've, I think I've, I've really realised now in the last couple of weeks I have some amazing friends around me and maybe I didn't give them all the time that I should have been giving them before this, but I'm glad now that I've realised it and I got to give them all that time and not even, like, get to know each other again, just be friends, like, that's what friends do. They talk, they get to know each other, they go to each other for advice. It's not just, hey, you're going out on Saturday, yeah, cool, see you on Saturday. Yeah, you know it's what I mean? more of a case of, it's kind of like a childhood friend. It's gone back to that friendship where when you were a kid, you couldn't go out and you didn't have money. So basically, you just enjoyed being with the person, whether it was yeah. digging up the road or it was throwing you know, stones at a window. Um, you know, <laughs> these are the things you did. I think it, it is that, and you're, and you're totally right. It's not about it's not about what you get out of it I think in terms of strengthening those friendships and I think that's one thing I definitely learned is about um time as a as a commodity or something that we have I I know we're like money is always there but I think we undervalued before this the time that we had uh, and yeah. how we spent it and who we spent it with and and the quality of that time and that's definitely something I've learned um to to manage my my time and even about I know people and I have had in the past, you know, uh, squandered time where I've given it more over to work, let's say, um, in previous yeah. roles. Luckily enough, I'm in a, in a role now that I, I'm very comfortable and, and the company is very supportive. And, and, and when you're there, you work. And when you're not there, you're on, you have your own time. And, and it's brilliant in that sense. But, yeah, spending time, time, time as, a, as a commodity and, and who you spend it with and the amount of time that you waste trying to please others sometimes or... I'll be there for people who won't necessarily be there for you. And I think looking back at the pandemic, you can identify people who you spent time with uh, or spoke to. And they are the real friendships that will kind of be important after all this is over. Of course, we'll have other people in our lives that, you know, we weren't there or we didn't have the time for whatever reason. But I think it will strengthen real friendships and other friendships might just fall fall by the wayside. And that's one thing I think I definitely time the quality of time uh, and who you spend it with is, has been something i've learned and you don't know what's going to be coming around the corner really do you no not at all and like i think as well it does like you say it just shows who your real friends are but also like in terms of time it showed me like the time that i should have been spending with my family like with my sisters and my mom and i think it's just really small opportunities that you might have missed out on because you were working or because you were going out and you were seeing this that and the other like just sitting in and watching a movie those are just it's all the small things that you didn't realize that you took for granted and i would be like somebody who would appreciate the small things in life always but it's the smaller things that i think i just over time just he's only about five foot wasn't he ignored pardon he was only five foot a four foot eight four foot eight um one thing i found myself um 
that I, I learned myself about and I've been in fort, fortunate enough that I've been working and basically I've been earning the same money that I've always been earning but I didn't have an outlet for it okay. and one thing I learned about myself on lockdown is the amount of money I spend on stuff that I don't need to be spending it on it, sometimes money would always burn a hole in my pocket I'd always have the case if I have it I spend it if I don't have it I don't I won't spend it and I generally spend it on other people and or, or things like that um i think now obviously during the pandemic i turned 30 and conversations of pensions i know this is really boring i don't have a pension neither do i, I well, every time somebody mentions it to me i'm like i really need to get my finger out and start sorting this stuff out because i know people who are younger than me that have all this organized yeah they're very very it's very like the, it's the last thing on my list right now but i'll try to make it a priority <laughs> yes definitely but you know like, I don't know about you, but, you know, spending money on nights out, like, you would easily buy 150 quid in a night out in Dublin. It's even. And, like, I'm on the, obviously... Cause Jeez, I'm I want to be going on nights out with you. Fucking hell. I, I'm on the emergency payment, and, like, obviously that's so much less than what I normally make with my, like, my full-time wages, but I've re- even realised with the less mo- lesser money that I'm making... I, I kind of have a little bit more because I'm not wasting it on shite like the coffees every day going out for lunch and work when I could just be bringing food in with me or just silly things oh it's you know I'm going to get this for lunch but I actually fancy like a bag of crisps and a can of coke and a chocolate bar like you don't it's amazing how much you do save I, well it's amazing how much money much more money I've had even though I'm making much less if that makes sense yeah yeah I totally and that's what I'm saying. I I I have I've I've been lucky enough. I've I've been working full time. I've um, stayed on the same wages. I just haven't had an outlet to spend that money on. Okay, I went and bought myself an impulse of a brand new computer for my flight simulator. And the only reason I bought it is because for the first time in about six months, I've had the money there to actually justify it. And I'm one of these people. If I want something for myself, I find every reason not to buy it because I can't justify spending money on myself. I'm terrible that way. Um, but okay. I, I easily go out and spend money on someone else, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I was there, and I said, "Why not?" I go, and I and I, I bought it. So, managing my money, um, you know, it's 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 something that I I've done well. I've I've always had a credit union. You know, I've been saved, but it's something that maybe that when we all go back to work, hopefully, please God, we all have our jobs at the end of this, um, and not too many people have been affected. But we definitely um. It's important to spend the money at the same time because you need them businesses. Like I know you were saying about the coffee shop, but it's important to you know support local. Is that what they say now? You know, buy local, yeah, support local because they're local jobs, and it's something that we need to um, be looking at going into in, into the future. I think I've never been richer, but I'm, the only reason I'm not richer is because I don't have anything to spend it on. Uh, as much as I have made some impulse purchases, like you know stuff for the house or the new computer, it's um. It's something that I definitely recommend people do. It's savings. Did you do anything new? All, all that weird adult stuff. Anything new? Other than obviously I, the podcast. We started the podcast, and do you know what's it's something new? That's it's you know it's probably going to sound a bit mad. I learned how to be by myself. <laughs> I learned how to just enjoy my own company and be okay with it. It's not the end of the world. Did you which, struggle with that? Yeah, like that was, I'm, because I'm such a, like, not that I'm a busy person, I purposely make myself busy, like, I'd be working, I'm always wanting to see people, I'm always in a bloody relationship, and obviously you know before all this that ended, 
and now I've had to and like my whole life was turned upside down so I really had to go back to square one but just being in the house because I couldn't go down and see my family um, obviously because we were all um, isolate, excuse me, isolating and everything I had to learn to just be comfortable in my own company now and I would have always said yeah I, I love sitting in my room by myself but really that's like not for hours or days on end which and it, then you end up like getting stuck with your thoughts so I think that's one thing I've learned 100% is to just and how do you think how do you, and how do you think you came over that I know I couldn't I had no choice yeah I had no choice what was I supposed to do like I live with people that I don't socialize with at all I couldn't leave my house I couldn't see my friends or family like I had no other choice and I mean don't get me wrong it was probably the hardest thing I had to do because I had everything else going on in my head and I was struggling really bad with like anxiety I wasn't sleeping I was just so sad and depressed like but if one thing that it taught me is that when you're going through a hard time or you're feeling like that you know the best option isn't always to immediately make plans with your friends to go out or to go get on the session let's go and get drunk yeah Yeah. yeah. i really think they would be my my usual um outlets and because they weren't available to me i realized they're not they're not actually not the best option to do you need to sit there and sit with your thoughts and have a sit down with your demons and be like right okay you you and you what the fuck is your problem and why are you giving me such a hard time and you sort it all out but no definitely like or, learning to be on my own it's it's actually very liberating you might find I just yourself say. you find yourself a priest and you go and you sit down with your priest and you say priest <laughs> i have many demons to speak with <laughs> <laughs> or you find, you find yourself a pierce that you ring three times a day i need to talk to you because i'm having a mental breakdown and then you ring him and it's like is that all you're like yeah i got it, it's guys simple, isn't it? <laughs> i got one phone call I don't mind. I don't think Liz will mind me sharing this. We were sitting down at work. It was about half ten in the morning, and uh, <laughs> she rings me. Pierce, yes, Liz. What's wrong now this time? I've, I've just poured orange juice all over me cereal. What's going on? I spoke to her about this previously, and she doesn't remember. <laughs> so one of two things: she had been drinking all night, and she hadn't sobered up, or she was sleepwalking at half ten in the morning. I don't know what about what you think but uh she cried down the phone like a little puppy remember that it's a, re- it's a regular thing yes i do no i don't <laughs> that's how drunk or asleep she was <laughs> but yeah i do and i do you know what i have to say like i do i said it every day i felt sorry for anybody who really was suffering with any sort of mel- mental illness or difficulties because it really you know i was lucky that i had all you guys around me i had all my friends around me that I could contact all the time and get it out but imagine just not having anybody and having nobody to turn to like that's so scary I because I couldn't have done it I wouldn't I wouldn't be this happy full of energy person that I am now had I not have had those options do you know what I mean oh I, I totally understand because I spoke with the people about this and um I don't know whether it's I don't know what it is but I always a person and you know and a couple of my close friends know that Pierce is always doing stuff. He's always busy. He's always has something on the go, whether it be training for a marathon, taking on a refereeing course, going back to college, you know. There's always something. And generally, they're always kind of at the same time. You're like, how do you... How people always... How do you manage your time? Because I don't, I don't know, because I don't... I don't... I'm a very busy person. My mind is very busy. It doesn't stop. And when it does stop, I get it in on top of myself. My own thoughts creep up. 
and then I started listening to Josh Groban and, and James Blunt and then I had to go for a box of Kleenex and I have to cry my eyes out um, so I thought oh, you were going to say something else there yes I rub one out quite quickly and get over it <laughs> and it's a full box of king size or man size tissues you know, everybody has their own outfits, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, they do. But I didn't go down that road, thank you very much. I was keeping it on track here. I was getting very emotional uh, and you know, having DMCs. But no, uh, and, and the reason I do a lot of things, and, and obviously with the podcast as well, is something that keep interests me. And it's why I, I, I keep busy is because the reality, of, or the reality of dealing with the serious stuff in life sometimes is terrifying. And yeah. I think a lot of people for the first time in their lives will have had to stop yep and um, I'm one of them people and, and deal people. with it uh, and deal with it yeah. for the first time in, uh, uh, and there's nothing they could actually do about it and mm-hmm. it, it's unfortunate um, I, I definitely learned that I couldn't have gone through this not working I would have done I would have went like my sister would be a prime example she'd be very similar in that sense she's always busy and she got laid off but she went and got a job in Tesco for her own sake she would have cracked up at home living with my mum and dad yeah and you know the other side of it is I actually think I'm glad of it because you know they say there's always a silver lining to every cloud blah 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 I wonder now had I not have had that time to actually sit with myself and my thoughts and learn new things about myself every day and as the weeks went on if I hadn't have had that time I probably would have imploded at, towards the end of the year because I never took the time that I needed to like love myself again and just have that self-awareness again do you know what I mean I would honest to god I would have because I was at the point of cracking before this no I say before Christmas time then because it quietened down it was fine but like that I wasn't facing you know those demons head on I was just covering them up with being out with my friends and going out and doing things and just not sitting still and just like you say just stopping just coming to a standstill and going okay it's time to slow down it's time to stop you know what I mean? I think it touches something very, very interesting and important in relation to, you know, the learnings of lockdown or whatever we, we want to rephrase on it is. It's the pace of life. Yeah. It's how we actually live as a society. I don't. You, I know. I know how you work. You're, you're on the phone all the time. You're busy, busy. You have a busy social life. You're, you're a big family. You have a lot of, you have a lot of siblings there. I'll keep you busy as well. And and you know. Life just keeps moving and moving and moving, and then you don't have the time to sit back and take stock, because it's it's just not afforded to you. And as when when you do get time off, um, say if it's a bank holiday weekend where you have an extra day off, or you go on your two weeks holidays, generally they're all about there's always something going on. It's the lead up into them, you know, getting ready for the holiday. It's not all of a sudden everything stops, or yeah. you know. I'm on holidays for two weeks, but everybody else's life is going on. Everybody stops, and then, and then you have to kind of process that. And it was scary in the sense that we didn't know how long it was going to go on for. Yeah, um, that, I think that was the scariest part. We just didn't know when, if the end was even in sight. Uh, you know, who would have thought that in March that we would actually see an end co- or an end on the way, like at the end of June? Sure, we never knew. We thought it wouldn't be until October at the earliest. It's, it's it's I enjoyed about it is that I could actually do it again in twelve weeks. And, well, you could do lockdown again. Yeah, I think I could. Not that I wanted yeah. to happen, but you know. 
I can't say I feel the same. While I did enjoy it, now the only thing I'll take away from it is that you do have to slow down. Your career, you might disagree with me, but your career and your job isn't the be-all and end-all. You know, having a partner isn't the be-all and end-all. Missing out on a night out isn't the be-all and end-all. You know, I think definitely coming away from this, I've made more of a conscious decision to actually have a weekend to myself where I don't go anywhere. I don't you should do, do what I, I used do to do. I told you this before, maybe I'll just say it again for my listeners, but I used to do oh, yeah. when I was in when I was in relationship many years, many moons ago, many moons ago, not that I'm single now, but you know, in a previous relationship, I'd go away for a week in February by myself. I was in a relationship at the time, but every week, a second week in February, I would load up the car or get on a bus with my 14 friends, my golf sticks, and um, <laughs> book myself into a four-star hotel in Galway, generally. It was gen- I think it's called the Clayton Hotel now in Galway. It's just outside of Galway City. Uh, it's on, on, yeah. on, on at the roundabout there. Lovely, lovely establishment. And I would book myself in there for a week, a full week. I'd go and get the bus on a Monday and I'd come back Sunday evening ready for work on the Monday. And um, I'd pick three days to golf. So I'd make make a schedule. I like drawing up a schedule. So, And I would go down and I would have radio silence. I'd check in every evening with the girlfriend at the time. Uh, and um, I just enjoyed being by myself. So I'd have my routine. I'd get up, I'd get down for breakfast. Um, and yeah, the day would go, and I didn't have anybody to tell me what to do or where I had to be, and it was blissful. Now I don't yeah. wouldn't no I don't know if I'd be able to do it for twelve weeks. I'd be able to go for twelve weeks, that's for sure. But I don't know if yeah, I'd well, be. Well, I mean, that, but that's because you had things to do. Like you had, you could go down to the bar, you could go down for your dinner. But I tell you what, I'm gonna take a leaf out of your book. It's something I will definitely be doing a weekend away by myself, at least once every quarter, let's say. I don't just even think you need down. to do that, that that often. I think it's just something, even if you do it over once a year. Because um, once we get back, and that's the worry, that's my worry. Once we kind of get back into our old routines, things will kind of become more convenient again. And naturally enough, we will have forgotten certain things and we will go back to to type if you want it or if you want it. And that's my worry that we'll learn now and we'll have this conversation now but in a year's time maybe a lot will have been um forgotten yeah i don't know i feel i just feel like you and i as individuals don't we don't take things for granted and i think we have taken a lot of lessons away from this and we've learned a lot about ourselves in this the whole of lockdown and i don't think that we're going to take those small things for granted again you know you know, I, I said to you, especially after, you know, I was laid off, I was like, if anything, I've just learned that no matter how much of your soul and your blood and your sweat and your tears you put into a job, you're still just a number. So why make it mm. and the, I think, the I don't only know. thing that's important in your life? Like, you know what I mean? Because like, just like that, you could be dropped you're dropped at the drop of a hat. <laughs> and I think, I think as, as young professionals, as you might define us now as is... I don't know about you, but maybe we were a bit too much defined by our careers and by our, our roles. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know how you feel if you, like it was the be all and end all. What you were doing was what you are and in terms of where you are in society or how well you're doing in life. That's what defines you. Uh, and um, I think, as we touched on earlier on, it's a case of finding um, pleasures now in the simple... I, I, I had a friend of mine who 
lost a family member during this whole lockdown it was a difficult time for him but i think like i i did things that at the time weren't probably legal but you, you have to do what you have to do sometimes you know you need to be there whether it's over the phone or even if it's going for a, a social distance walk together for a couple yeah. of hours around the park you know um i think humanity as a species us as a species and um, even though there's terrible things still going on in the world and i don't want to get into all that but we know what they are it, it kind of clouds it kind of clouds what we are what good comes out of this and if you know what i mean you know there is still a lot of negative things going on in society and if only we could focus on the good simple things and um, that we we all spoke about and we all said oh it wasn't it wonderful how we think the simple things in life are good but now as we kind of get towards the end of it society is going to move back into oh well the economy can't go flat which i totally agree it can't go flat you know we need money to be moving around society and we need you know that for prosperity and happiness as well in terms of you know people's life and 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 being given them the tools to do what they want but at the same yeah. time maybe it's a case of you know Going for a walk was the golden thing of the lockdown. Being able to get out for yeah. that hour, those two kilometre circles that we all drew on the maps or looked up on our iPhones or whatever it was. How far can I actually yeah. go? That was something that was a highlight. And it's the simple things that we need to look at. And as, as you said, we did take, we do, we, we as people, me and you, would look at the simpler things in life and take a lot of a pleasure in them. I know. And I think it's, it, not that it annoyed me, it just really opened my eyes to the fact that I'm never taking a simple walk around the park with one of my best friends again for granted or a simple coffee date or you know I would sometimes be so too busy that I couldn't even answer the phone or I wouldn't think to pick up the phone like I'm never ignoring that again like the the difference just talking to everybody on the phone every day has made I won't you know what I mean like the first thing I'll be doing when I'm back to work and when I'm back into the normal flow and routine of life I'll, I'll be making a point of implementing all of those things that I did in lockdown in my new lifestyle because as I said you know you get so caught up in your your job and everything else and 100% I agree with you there I was so focused on my job in that I let that define me and you know what I'm going to sit here and say I wasn't happy and you know I've been looking at other jobs and I've been thinking about other routes and stuff and I said there's a lot to be said for people who enjoy their job if you're happy in your job that's half the battle so why am I settling for one just because I have a bit of status with it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but there's a lot, an awful lot to be said for ambition in life as well. I'm not saying that people yeah. who who are happy aren't ambitious, but, um, you know, it can drive you and it can motivate you. But it's all about kind of we're looking back. Oh, we're both, we're both nearly 30. Well, I'm 30. You're nearly 30. And, you so know, fine. well, you know, it is what it is. 30 is the new 20. That's what I'm saying all of a sudden. Um... <laughs> You, you you wait till coppers open you see me on that dance floor social distance and pierce incorporated social distancing in coppers i will be i will be right beside you don't you worry well at a social distance <laughs> two meters please thank you very much um I, it's just something that um i think it was an important conversation to have over these two bridges in terms of kind of looking back we we were lucky in the sense that uh we had a night out just before well it yeah, wasn't supposed literally. to be a night out it was just supposed to be a, casual casual chat that turned into a pub crawl it did actually <laughs> it turned into a, i came home With and a i bit was of irish dancing in the middle it wouldn't be like us irish dancing 
Do you not remember the Irish dog days? Oh, the in, in the church bar. Yeah. And actually... I was loving, I was loving it. He wasn't impressed. <laughs> I, 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 I really enjoyed it. You see, that's the Gwaelgar and all that. Do you remember it, actually? And I, this is going off topic, but like we, we, I think we went out just before, before all this kind of really blew up in terms of lockdown and everything else. And uh, do you remember the girl who was sitting beside us in, in the in the in church bar? Yeah. That's that's that was a that was a funny story, which won't make the air, but it was a very funny story. And then yeah, we went to the pub crawl, and actually only that we're coming out of it now. One thing I definitely learned through lockdown is that. As much as I want to say I'm a very introverted kind of calm, not very social person, which you may have heard me say a few times before, but I've come to the conclusion that as much of that type of person that I am, which I am very much so, uh, I do enjoy the L um, the L night out, or the L uh, uh, Dosa era era or. or or whatever you want to say. That's not bad. That's really bad Irish, but oh, that was that, that was actually very good uh, Irish there. Mahamilkul. Ah, um, but uh, I do. I just realised that you know I do miss that side of things and and meeting the, the guys and going out on uh, not on a pub crawl but going out for a few pints, uh, a few drinks, and then heading on somewhere nice. And it's something that might not be t- might not be too close at the moment uh, in the initial stages, but um, I hope that society can get back to that because i think that's where we are at our best when we're engaging with people when we're at yeah. close quarters with people when we're able to um show that affection show that um you know per- give someone a hug give someone an embrace and yeah. give someone a dig if they deserve a dig you know in, in a good way or, or the pat on the back you know you can't touch people nowadays like you yeah, can't i know you can't you know you can't even go like, shake your hand it's, if you like, meet somebody like you no. know it's but I think, like I said, I think it's just, you know, I, I'm a hugger. Like, I love hugging people. I'm never going to take that for granted again. I'm just going to hug everyone that little bit tighter when we're allowed to embrace each other again. I think, but, like, look, as I said, like, hindsight is a wonderful thing. I just hope that a lot of people have learned to slow down and to stop and just step away from the hustle and bustle and appreciate the smaller things in life and slow down. I think everybody's going to take that away from this. Like, everybody's had some serious amount of quality time with their family. Like, look at me and my sisters. We've had so much time to to bond and get to know each other all over again because they'd only returned from the States last year. And, like, we were, I especially was so busy. We just never had that time. The other side of it is I never made a conscious effort of making that time, you know? So I just, I there will be people that will just go straight back into the flow and all and be like a rat race. But there will be others, I think, that will take takes a lot away from the time that they spend in lockdown i think well i just i'm just looking forward to when we come out of lockdown and i can spend all my money again you know and just I, i'm looking forward to coming out of lockdown and actually making some money because yeah. this covid emergency payment is really not enough <laughs> yeah especially on the lifestyle you have you know we're drinking every day and uh, yeah it's hard going know. you know it's it really isn't you know all those alcohol pops that you do be having you know i i seen them I see them. Yeah. So is the rest. I know you have. But so. also, you know, Take I did very much take the piss. No, I took the piss, no pun intended, at the very start of this. And like that, I've learned that you don't always have to have a drink on the weekend. And drinking isn't always the the most fun thing that you could do, you know. So I take it easy now. I've actually grown up quite a lot. But another thing that, another new thing that I did do, I got back singing, which is something that I've always loved to do. 
Oh yeah. And just never put the time into it. And don't you dare sit there and try and tell me that I'm bad. I can see it. I can see it. I started reading again and and I started running, which I hate doing. I hate running. I couldn't think of anything worse. And you know what? I actually love it. She's really bad. I did loads. Really bad at it. I'd like Phoebe out of friends. <laughs> you don't play guitar, do you? No. No, neither does she in fairness. My sister did say to me, why don't you learn how to play the ukulele? But I just don't. I'm not that Actually, musically minded. You do, no, give you, me a song to sing, I'll do it. You do. I know you play one instrument, and this is an exclusive uh, listener. <laughs> Elizabeth is a, a fully qualified uh, triangulist. <laughs> she is able to play to tell, anything on the triangle. We have to tell the story of this. So I asked Pierce to have a look at my CV because I wanted to send it out, whatever else. And he sent it back to me. I, you know, I've updated your CV. Have a look, knowing full well that I wasn't going to read it because I full was well. too busy. I was too busy. I was like, "Thanks a million. That's great." And a couple of days went by. A couple of days went by. Pierce said, uh, "What did you think of the CV?" I was like, "Yeah, it's great." He was like, "But did you actually read it?" It was only when I read the message I went, "What did he do?" <laughs> and lo and behold, under my hobbies and interests. I like to play the triangle in my free time. <laughs> and you know what the funny part of that is? I forgot that I had saved it in my Google Drive. And I, in fact, sent that off to a couple of employers in the past two weeks. Uh, so they're probably reading it going, the triangle? Really? That's probably why I never got a call back. Excuse me. <laughs> I will. I am available for anybody if they want me to look over their curriculum details. Thank you very much. <laughs> and no charge on the first few. Um, but yeah, it's um What new thing did we do? Oh yeah, so you started back singing apparently. Uh, and it's lovely. Um she just hasn't got around to uh recording the actual jingle for the for the intro to this podcast for some reason. I will never know? I will never do that, but you know. Well you know what, never say never. I might just get a a, a bang of confidence and uh just do it one day. <laughs> might get a Who bang. knows? A bang of confidence. <laughs> a bang of confidence. <laughs> Is that what they call it nowadays? That's what the cool, cool cats and kittens say these days. My goodness, I haven't had a bang of confidence in about fifteen years. One other thing, I think, and um, this is the uh, the last thing I I will I will say about my learnings of lockdown. Families, families, you know, um, and and how and how they engage. Like obviously, you were saying, um, you know, you got to know your sisters kind of a little bit better, and I wouldn't have liked being an only child. No, and you know, I wanted to be an only child for so many years, but like, I've never been more grateful in my whole life to have those three girls. Yeah. As much as you can imagine, we do have our run-ins and whatever else, because, you know, let's be honest, a house full of women is not always a good recipe, but... Yeah, ask you, Heather. So, <laughs> so, so grateful to have them, you know, because they're essentially a little part of you um, at the end of the day, but... Yeah, imagine you were an only child and living at home with your mom and dad. Like, I definitely would have cracked up. Yeah, because I think, well, my, as I said, my sister lived at home. And I think her saving grace was the job, job she got. Because, like, ultimately, it's one thing being a child at home. And I've heard so many stories about, you know, working from home and trying to homeschool and all that jazz. God help them. This is why we have teachers in society. We <laughs> go out Jesus and take my child imagine, imagine me trying to homeschool my kids and I can't even do maths. <laughs> remember Liz you well. only have to stay one lesson ahead of them that's all you have to do that's the trick you know and well, I'm already a lesson behind <laughs> I know yeah so that was kind of um, our brief in, in insight into the learnings of lockdown everybody will have had a different experience I think but I think one thing that we both will take away over these two bridges is that how we spend our time 
the quality of the time that we spend and I think maybe we didn't touch on it too much but you know work-life balance and you know it isn't all about maybe career and you know that it's you know the, the happiness is, is something that you can't really put a value on yeah. you can't and as you say like you might I've done it myself you stress out so much over your job and you, you just stress out over things that really don't matter because as you always tell me when I come to you for advice or I need you to help me make a decision it's well Liz you're a long time dead so why would you waste your valuable life stressing over something that really isn't the be all and end all I'm not saying that your job is not important I'm, I just mean it's not everything like like I said, the smaller things, your friends, your family and all those little walks and the coffee dates are just as important. You know, it's up to you to just, I suppose, acknowledge that. I I will say, now I hated lockdown at the start. Now I'm thankful for it because I definitely wouldn't be where I am today without it. Never thought I'd say that. <laughs> no, I didn't think I'd hear you say it either. I remember. <laughs> I think the first two, guys, the first two weeks, I think I got three phone calls a day offered. You know, it was, uh, and and then I was found out I was ringing Liz because as time went by, I needed support and I needed help. And I, you know, I have people there that I speak to, but it's always good to kind of just have um, other people to talk to. And I think I then knew Liz would listen to me because I listened to her enough times. Uh, and we just, we just kind of, kind of, um, and then this is kind of where the idea for this podcast came from. Although we did, we did yeah. say on that night out where we ended up Irish dancing. No, we didn't end up Irish dancing. We ended up somewhere that we should start we a podcast. So far, we weren't far off doing the Irish dancing now. Let's be honest, we would have been up there shortly had we stayed there a bit longer. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think, what happened that night? Yes, I remember what happened that night. We, en- we ended up going to a burger joint or a food, food place. We went for dinner, did we? No, we didn't go for dinner. Oh. We went for Mexican first. Did we? Yeah, we went to Cactus Jacks. So well, oh. we were, you know, we we went to the hotel first. Had a j- sneaky gin and tonic there. I never forget Jacks. that because I thought you were dri- you. I thought you were driving, and you texted me and you were like, "I'm just having a pre din pre dinner drink." And I was like, "We're drinking." I never ran out of that office so quick in my whole life. I was like, "I'll be there in two seconds." <laughs> yeah, and then I I think we ended up doing shots at one stage. Yeah, yeah. No, we had about five shots. Explains the oh, massive hangover the next day. Like, guys, I can't stress this enough. The first few weeks were so horrific for me. I was already in a bit of a funk, and then I got in an even bigger funk. But it really taught me to slow down, and I think it taught you to slow down too. I've never seen you so calm and relaxed in my whole life. Uh, even, like, if I catch it and you are in work, it's not, you know, it's not a rushed conversation anymore. Like, you really stop and take the time. And, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm really turning into that you, priest. I think, if, I think you found your zen. Yeah, my zen. Yeah. I had one of those when I was growing up, a creative zen. It was like my first MP3 player. Oh, so did I. Did you? Yeah. Uh, there you are now. Look at us with our two zens combined. That's a, ni- that's a 90s throwback if ever I heard it. Yeah, <laughs> LimeWire. Oh yeah, that thing wrecked my poor computer. God damn, I'm going never forget yeah, it. Yeah, well, I gave my computer a gonorrhea. <laughs> it was and a herpes. I think that's where we should probably end it then really I think um, looking back on the 12 weeks 13 weeks I know there's a little bit still to go guys and all I would say to everybody is keep listening to the government instructions keep your social distance you know wash the hands as Joe, Joe Duffy says wash your hands wash your hands Joe and um, you know 
listen to us because we are very entertaining and um, absolutely and full of positivity and uh, dirty secrets that keep being released and you know but all i will say is the end is near hang on tight if you feel like you're about to slide off at, at, at your wit's end do you know what the end is near there's i i said it from the start when these phases were announced i was like these things are going to be pushed forward because we're such a small country like it was bound to happen and one lesson if you can take anything from this podcast is just don't forget about all those people that were there for you through the, the last 12 weeks we should, we should we should um we should play this podcast out to you know that take that song I don't know the words, but you know that 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 could be an just, idea. Just 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 to just to give everybody a visual, there were totally dance moves going on there. I I, I, I have twelve it. weeks of dance moves pent up. <laughs> you know, I'm basically, you know, a dance machine ready to be unleashed on society. <laughs> Comes with a health warning. Lock up your wives. Lock up your daughters. Lock up your husbands. <laughs> yeah, because I'm coming for them. <laughs> uh, if only that wasn't a lie. Um, guys, um, get us on Spotify. Yeah, Spotify, Spotify. Acast, or wherever you get your uh, your uh, podcasts. Get onto our uh, Instagram. It's uh, Conversations Over Two Bridges. Well, guys, listen, thanks very much for listening in. I hope that some of you took a bit away from the conversation over these two bridges that we just had yeah and uh, tune in next week when we will be talking about something completely different uh, stay tuned to our instagram account for more information and stay safe and stay at home except for when you're not supposed to stay at home but go to work don't go to work and uh, wash your hands and don't be sneaking out like i do Take care. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Miss you already. <laughs>